Oh, you? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. You are the narrator. Oh, my. You're right. <laughs> I was like, I guess we just gonna take a break then. I was like, I was like, just drinking his wine. He ain't, he ain't queued up now. The audacity. past couple five days but yes. in this moment i'm feeling pretty good yeah it's good to be recording i find myself um sanitizing my hands more often for no reasons oh there's a reason well yeah, of course there's always <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so so outside of like you know the that which we, we won't name mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying um there's just you know so much going on in the world has kind of been like okay it's just kind of been hard to not think about it. No, definitely. I definitely think um, it's been a lot of stuff happening. We all know mm-hmm. uh, currently in the African-American community that can be very disheartening and heavy. Yeah. Um, something that I chose to do, I know a lot of people sometimes um, hear that old adjective, bring your your full self to work. Mm-hmm. And if you work in corporate America, what they mean is, you know, come to work and work. Right, right, right. Not don't don't bring your black ass don't to work. Don't bring your black ass to work. Just bring man. your ass to work. Not your black ass, nah. just your ass. Yes. And so um this week it just was feeling really heavy and I had my check in with my manager and she was just like, How are you? And you know, my manager's a white woman. Mm-hmm. And instead of doing the usual, fine, how are you? I went, to be honest, um I said, I've been having a hard time focusing today. Mm. I said, because um, I don't know if you know about the Ahmaud Arbery situation or oh, the Sean wow. Reed situation or so many of the other situations. I said, um, but it's been heavier. I said, I can't compartmentalize it as easy as I have been in the past. I said, I'm not going to be honest. It's just been a little distracting from work. And I said, I know usually you're not supposed to bring stuff like this to work. I said, but it's kind of hard to be a black man right now. Yeah, that's real. And so that's just kind of where I'm feeling. And she surprisingly, she took a step back and she said, no, I definitely hear you. She said, my mom lives in Brunswick. She said, I don't know if you know that. Oh, wow. Which I did know that. Wow. And she was like, and I actually went down there on Mother's Day Sunday. She said, that was the same day as the press conference. Oh, and wow. And you could hear it from my mom's house, like the people chanting and protesting. She said, and just so we're clear, that behavior is disgusting and it's a poor reflection over where I'm from. Mm. Which shook me because I didn't expect to have that kind of. She said, and um, when I say I'm here for you guys, she said, that's not just lip service. I know how that sounds because I'm a white woman and you may not want to talk to me about certain things. And I was like, true. And she was like, but if you need some time off, like I can accommodate that. You do your work. Just let me know. Oh, look at this. And I was like, to imagine if I had not 
chosen to be a little brave and just be mm-hmm. real yeah. like transparent for a moment yeah. and it actually was the best conversation me and her have ever had I know I, I, <laughs> I still don't really know if I fuck with her but well, you know. I fuck with her a little she you got know, one, she got one in the good column she, she definitely got a point she got a point point on her board so yeah that was, a, that was a cool little recap that was good what about you uh, um, so I've been here at the house. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Relatable. Uh, so I had gotten to a point where I was like super bored. Mm-hmm. And then, so I was just on social media a lot. And mm-hmm. then I kind of like felt the Ahmaud Arbery stuff like kind of creep mm-hmm. up. You know, like you see one and you're like, oh man, it's, it's wild as hell. Like, you know, this stuff's still happening. Mm-hmm. And then like, it kind of like went viral over time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then by like that Thursday, I was kind of like, ah, yeah, I think I'm, I'm, gonna you know go zero dark 30 for a little yeah, bit you know yeah, take a step back right so then but after that you know one of the some of the times one of the things i do is um just make myself kind of a little bit busy mm-hmm. and so with that i uh i pressure wash my porch oh you were yeah you said i need to take a step back, back. I, need, <laughs> I need to leave the world in the house <laughs> i'm gonna come out here and i'm gonna take i'm gonna pressure stuff. wash some shit <laughs> yo that's hella responsible yeah so uh doing that and um so and then kind of you know just realizing you know looking at my um you know the way i'm sorry about that but looking at the way i'm like eating more mm-hmm. and just um trying to prepare like some foods you know because all that stuff's like related you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and for me it starts it's like you know sometimes like a cycle and in the cycle like i started you know eating eating not the best mm-hmm. then next thing you know i'm like not doing this and not doing that mm-hmm. and everything mm-hmm. kind of just overwhelms me sometimes mm-hmm. so i'm like attacking that at the uh the food part mm-hmm. just to you know get that going and do some self-care do some self-care sure you, you know good. been working out you know what i'm saying got the uh the body bag popping working you better be working out sweating a little bit you know what i'm saying uh you know getting rid of some stuff i talked to uh flick the woman who we had on our show a couple episodes ago you remember flick, what's up right? flick shout out to flick mm-hmm. uh taking some of her tips Cleaning out some closets, you know yes, what I'm saying? Declutter your life. Exactly. Real talk. And uh, kind of just getting ready for like this new normal that we're about to kind of go into and, you know, just thinking about things from that point and trying to think more long term as like that individual, this individual moment, you know? That's what's up. But also being in the moment. <laughs> Duality. <laughs> I can do both, nigga. I'm doing both, but only one <laughs> at the same time because the moment. No, I feel that. I yeah. feel that. <laughs> So, uh, let's dive into this episode. Are you ready for this podcast? Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, so, with all that being said, spring fling quarantine. We're still here. We're still here. Spring and we're in Some quarantine. Some of y'all ain't here because y'all didn't, you know, left and y'all think y'all at brunch and everything already. We're not talking about them. we talking about the people that's being smart, still quarantining during this yes. spring fling, sp- I'm sorry, spring fling situation. Yeah. Uh... What are your thoughts? Because some of you niggas that's out, y'all gonna be out. Oh okay? yeah, they gonna be out. They ain't, we got nothing. So we, so we not gonna talk about you. They not listening to this anyway. Be careful. <laughs> they <they're> out. <laughs> be careful, y'all. Yes, uh, spring fling uh, quarantine. Uh, I'd like to talk about um, since people done they did their draft. Yeah. You know, we pretty much people extended the cuffing season. Yeah. Because uh, we've been cuffed to our homes. Yep. yep. And so um, now people have had time to discover if they are cuffed with an MVP. Yeah. Or a no VP. No <laughs> no value in this player. Yes. A star or a no. Okay. Yeah. Because, you know, kind of like, you know, when you're traveling with a person mm-hmm. and you spend like that, you know, concentrated time with each other, mm-hmm. you kind of get a good feel for who that person is, right? Yes. Uh, some people, you know, like you said, drafted some stars. Some of them, nah, you know. Um, 
for example, you just maybe some some of the guys out there realize like, oh man, you know what? This woman has a uh, low relationship IQ. What is low relationship IQ? So it's this thing when my me and my uh, one of my friends was um, <laughs> discussing. Okay. Uh, low relationship IQ is. You know how, you know, black women are the most educated, um, you know, uh, demographic, you know, these days, yes. right? Um, so with that... Shout out to black women. Of course. Shout out to... Always shout out to <laughs> black women when we can. Um, but this particular segment is the idea of how sometimes, you know, when you're working on a specific goal, mm-hmm. uh, and then, you know, you get so focused on that goal that you don't really have a chance to, you know, play in some of the scrimmages... You know what I'm saying? But all of a sudden, you're in the playoffs, and it's up to you to take the winning shot. You you fumbling the ball, you know what I'm saying? You don't know how to take care. You don't know how to be in a relationship Yo. because people have been focused on their careers and haven't had the opportunities. I see what you did there. You, you, you almost lost me. Uh, yeah, I know. You, using them sports terms, I, I was about to be back. like... I came back. You did. I was, I was about to be like, okay. Know your personnel. Right. I'm about to say, I'm going to need help. I'm going to need to phone a friend. But you know what I'm talking about. I do. Yeah, I definitely think that some people, like, just don't know how to date. Maybe because, you know, you've spent other time, like, chasing your career or focusing on, like, yourself. Which, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. But sometimes you do get a little rusty. And that that rust ain't cute on dates. Or sometimes you just never built those skills. You know what I'm saying? Because in the uh, example of, you know... Never getting in the game, mm-hmm. you don't. You never. Maybe you never uh, shot the ball when there's an audience and a crowd looking at you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, so with that being said, maybe you know, as you you know, have, or as you you know, talking to a guy or something like that, you don't really realize uh, those kind of things. No, that's factual. I definitely was on a date with a nigga that um, had low relationship IQ. He might have had low IQ in general because <laughs> we were on the date. That nigga was like, um, "Yo, man, you're so articulate," and I was like. Thank you. Was he white? He was not. And I was like, thanks. And he was like, I'm surprised because you're light skinned. And in that moment, and in that yeah, mo- that's low relationship. Yeah. And in that moment, so, I knew that he just... suffered from low <laughs> relationship IQ. So that, that's just, that's like you know some people don't know how to be how to, how to talk to people because um, compatibility is one thing, right? But like being a human being and a regular person is also like its own thing. It's a thing. Yeah. Some of you also now finding out that you're stuck with um, someone who. Either is giving you the best sex of your life, yeah, or the most regrettable yeah. sex, yeah. you've ever had to have, yeah, because y'all were stuck in a house together. Just a little murky sex, <laughs> not murky. It's murky. It's like it's not like it's terrible. It's not bad enough to be like, hey, what the hell? Like you clearly don't know anything, but it's like also not good enough to be like, oh, okay, you know what? I can live with that. It's just murky. Yeah, yeah, it's not good. Let yeah. me tell you, if if it's bad, if it ain't good, it's bad. That's just period. Oh, okay, all right. That's and I, I'm kind of on the fence because I know a lot of people be like, yeah, you know, sex is super important. And, da, da, da. and like, yes, I do think the sex that you're having should help, you know, get you there. It should help you get to where you need to be. However, I can't fuck with a nigga if the sex is too good because it makes me <laughs> crazy. Like, we, you have to be like, I, I, I want to be with you and only you because if we are just like kicking it, and we have sex and it's fire. Yeah. And then I know you having sex with other people. Now I've got to kill those other people. Yeah, that's true. And I don't want to be a murderer. Yeah, that's true. I don't. I can't do it. Um, what would make some sex better than other sex? You know, like some people, 
like you, they need a little coaching. Yeah. And like you know, they, they, you got to kind of like you know, like tell them like where you going. You ain't you ain't like I said in that last podcast. Where you don't leave that aisle. <laughs> what you doing walking out the grocery store? You, you ain't got all, you ain't get all the groceries. <laughs> um, did you do them dishes? You did it. And so like some <laughs> some niggas, they just you know. They they speaking to you like they done been to your grocery store before. Mm. They know all the owls. Yeah, they yeah. know they know where you keep the good stuff. Yeah, um, they done been to the back. Yeah, it's yeah. just um, yeah, those are niggas that I can't not fuck with. <laughs> the people that know where everything no, is. No, I don't need you to. I didn't. How did you know this was here? <laughs> I didn't know this was here. Yeah. Like no, no. If I'm having sex and I actually leave my body, I cannot <laughs> fuck with you no more. No, I cannot. After the sex, I cannot be disoriented. I get that. You gotta go. Uh, uh, for me, sometimes I, I've noticed, like, sometimes women be having sex at me. <laughs> you ever? <laughs> what? They, they be having sex at me. Yes. It would be like. Don't yell at me. These are all the things that everybody likes. So I know you like this shit. Man. One plus two equals three, unless you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you like this? You ain't gay as you, nigga. <laughs> what an awful thing to hold over a nigga head. Like, can you believe he ain't like this pussy? Must be gay. <laughs> Must be gay. No, you must be trash. Yeah. So, uh, having, <laughs> like, having sex at me is like um, when, you know, like, I, I think we spoke about it before, but just the idea of just, like, not listening, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Kind of just being on autopilot, just yes. doing the things. I'm sure there's women out there that are like, niggas be doing this all the time. Well, you should get a podcast and you should talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Educate these niggas. Let them know what you don't like. But no, but seriously, some people be having sex and they be thinking, like, like you're not there. Right. Like, I, I too, am here. Yeah. Pay attention. Yeah. Pay attention. Mm-hmm. And I think the worst part is like, it's awkward to like stop sex sometimes as I feel like as the man, I don't feel like women have this problem. Which part? Which problem? Stopping the sex. They're like, you know what? I'm actually, I'm good nigga. I need you to, oh, yeah, to no. like stop. Yeah. Like, I don't know many niggas that have been like, yeah, man, it was so bad. I had, I told her to stop and leave. Oh, uh, nice to meet you. My name is, uh, <laughs> I want to hear about this. How did you say it? <laughs> so you have yeah. like, you have been having sex with someone and then been like, Actually, I'm. I don't like this. I, you no, I didn't it. say that. No, what? How did? What? How did you? What? It happened. Uh, how did you stop it? Let me see. Uh, so it, things were happening. Okay. Um, I think I remember specifically Family Guy being on in the background. <laughs> of course. Uh, there was a moment in which, like, the, um, in in the show, it was like you heard that song. Yes, that was playing, and then like, um, you know, I was paying attention more to more to the episode. Then it was to the sex, and I was like, oh, man, like, I'm not really, this ain't really working out right, right, mentally, right. you know right, what I'm right, right. So, I'm like, uh, so I think at a certain point, I just um, made it look like I was tired or something like that. You faked it. I didn't fake anything, no. I just made it look like I was tired. There's no reason to fake it. It's like, you can either just get there and complete, or you can just, uh, you know... Wave that white flag, and be like, ah, right, you know what, you know, let's let's see what this episode's about. You know what I'm saying? You just like, yeah, I'm just gonna roll over and watch this uh, episode. Yo, that is hilarious. Just like you know, like you're just that's real though. So exhausted that you're like, you know, I, you know, I don't need to. It's me. It's not you. Let's not risk it. It's me. You know, there's no reason for you know. I don't want to have a heart attack and die. You know, I'm good. That is hilarious. Yeah, that's real. I mean, it happens. Yeah, most of these things they be like. I mean, you know, I, I, I still fuck. I still fuck. Yeah. I still fuck. It was trying. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do it again. I mean, one of the options. <laughs> no, but seriously, and then like some of y'all are having like the worst sex. Like me, something that I've learned: the niggas that be having the best sex is the niggas that don't have relationships with their fathers. These gay <laughs> niggas that want 
like a man, oh, a man in their life. Huh? Huh? What'd you say? Yeah, these niggas that don't. Let me tell you. They, why do they have the best sex? Because these niggas, they are looking to please <laughs> a man in their life. They just want to be. Yeah, good job. Is this it? Yes. Is it? Am I doing enough? You did enough. Are you sure? Because our niggas be out here having that da- that daddy fantasy. I'd be like, nigga, <laughs> I'm not your father, but you're making him proud. I don't know that nigga. <laughs> But I'm going to tell him that he... Hey, you killing this. You should be proud of this nigga here because he puts it down. So, yeah, no. The okay. first thing I asked niggas now was like, you and your dad close? They'd be like, yeah. I'd be like, check. <laughs> if a nigga be like, I don't know who that nigga is, you got to go. <laughs> Dangerous. I can't do it. <laughs> uh, let's see what else we got next. Um, so, you know, um, one of the highlights of the social media these days yes. uh, are these versus battles. Um, one of the more enjoyable ones, mm-hmm. I think, happened this past Saturday. Erica Badu and Jill Scott. It was amazing. In no particular order. In no particular order. You both are amazing. Yeah. Yo, like, out of all the verses I saw, um, because I think the best one that I've seen before this one was uh, Babyface and uh, Teddy, but there were still issues. This one, there was no issues. It seemed like Instagram never shut their video off. They mm-hmm. It started, like, at 7. Yeah. And that shit did not end till like, almost 11. Well, you know, black people, black women be on time. It, but it was just the the they just went they Plus just needed to talk and share they stories and play. Ready or anything. Plus they they natural and they look but they look really nice. Oh, like because Eric Wadu is always so now. swaggy. She has such a level of like swag her own. Uh, you call it swaggy. I call it like um, just like like a pheromone that is just that is addictive to all the I, men that I, she encounters. I would say that I, yeah. if I was a nigga and Eric Wadu was like, hey, what's up? I'd run everything that it needs to be. Goodbye. <laughs> Get away from me, woman. But no, it was amazing. Um, they like it was more like a love celebration of music than like a battle. They weren't really battling. They mm-hmm. were like sharing stories about when they used to go on tour, and mm-hmm. then like how Jill, like Erica, sang Jill's like first big song. She she kind of like put her on, and she and Jill was just like, you know, Erica, you didn't have to do that, and I really appreciate that. Wow. And Erica was like, yeah, I did actually, mm. and like just like they were real fans of each other's work. Mm. It was beautiful. Yeah. It was healing. I caught the last few minutes of it because, mm-hmm. um, like, that was the day I was pressure washer. <laughs> I, was right. doing my, I was doing my own healing <laughs> session. <laughs> um, and, but, uh, but I had caught the last few minutes of it, and she had played one of my favorite songs, uh, Cross My Mind, mm, yeah. to um, uh, memorialize uh, Andre Harris. Harris, thank mm-hmm. you. Um, and that was just, and just those few minutes, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, wow, like, that was beautiful, and I beautiful. feel like better. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I wish I had caught the beginning of it, but I'm, I'm sure it's on YouTube. Right? Yes, it's definitely on YouTube. Um, I watched it last night. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so we also got coming up next in our next battle to look forward to. I think this is a no-brainer. To be honest with you, uh, Ludacris versus Nelly. My baby daddy and my side nigga. I cannot Who's wait. The side nigga? You know, Nelly is the side nigga. Nobody so who you who you got in this in this battle? Who do I got what in this battle? You mean like who I think gonna win? I mean, yeah. First of all, who you think won the Jill Scott and Badu battle? There was no winner. So I disagree. I okay. think there was a winner. Who won? We did. <laughs> the fans. <laughs> I feel like we win every time. You know what I'm saying? Except for when the sound don't work. Okay. Well, looking at you, Teddy Riley. Every time. Erica even noticed that. She was like, is that reverb? I'm having a Teddy Riley reverb. <laughs> and people was dying in the comments. Like, she's so funny. But, but um, Luda and Nelly? Ludacris. I love him. Oh, my God. You Atlanta people, man. Yes. Y'all are so, like, hometown fans. Yeah, loyal. Yeah, that's fair. And especially because the talent be here. He's amazing. Oh. Uh, not that Nelly's not. I don't want to take away from Nelly. But, no, I love Ludacris, so. Uh, Nelly got, I mean, Ludacris and Nelly 
are amazing performers mm-hmm. or mm, performers. Uh, they got great songs, mm-hmm. great discography. One would say. See, I don't know enough about Nelly's. That's another thing too. I feel like I'm a little biased because okay. I don't remember the last time Nelly dropped an album, Ooh, and so okay. like I just don't, uh, I just don't remember a lot of his songs. Like just him, I remember a lot of his features. You'll find out during this verse. I hope so. I'm actually looking forward to it. So I used to, uh, well, not used to. For the last like five or six years, mm-hmm. I celebrated uh, Nelly Appreciation Day. Have you? I have. It's where <laughs> uh, I would just um, start posting lyrics of uh, some of Nelly's uh, best lines. Some of his, Yeah, exactly. Some I of his works that. of art. I so that. Uh, maybe I'm a little, like, a little bit biased towards Nelly. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because I do celebrate Nelly Appreciation Day. <laughs> um, so maybe that's just... But either way, it's going to be a great battle. It's going to be a great battle. I just love Little Chris. Me and him have... We, we have I have a special memory of Little Chris. It's actually one of the funniest things that's ever happened to me. I was with really? a homegirl. Okay. At the Andrews Brazilian Wax, right there on uh, B- Bucket Row. Oh, you doing there? You picking somebody up? No, I was. We were getting ready to go out, so we went to the wax place. Oh, okay. And uh, she do was. Do people getting, do that when they uh, go to the wax? They like you go to the wax place, then you just go out like right afterwards. I mean, that's what we were doing. Okay. And we uh, we we had some looks that required uh, some uh, maintenance. <laughs> <laughs> Back in my younger twenties, but yeah. So she, I went with her. She was scared, and um, I have I've been waxed before, and so I was like, "It's not scary. I'll go with you." And so I went with her, and she was getting waxed, and so I was sitting down, and literally, I'm the only nigga in there. It's a small boutique too. <laughs> I was the only man in there, <laughs> especially because this particular wax place, wax place is advertised towards women. It's called Andrews, mm. and so there was like two white women. Um, the the receptionist at the front, all the people doing the waxer in the back, and me. Mm-hmm. Very small. It's like maybe four season there. And I'm sitting there on my phone, and I hear the door open. So naturally, I look up, and in walks Ludacris. In the wax spot. Motherfucking. I was like, is that Chris? I said, is that Christopher? He walks in, and I look up. Of course, the white women don't know who the fuck he is. I look up. He sees me, another black man. Oh, man. I see him. We lock eyes. And I know in his mind, he was like, damn, this nigga knows who I am. And I just walked in this wax place. So I look at him. He look at me, and you know, we just... Bust out laughing, and he was like, <laughs> and he went, "What's up, man?" And I was like, "What's up?" All right. And then he was like, "I'm here picking up my mom and my wife." And his mom and his wife come out the back, and they go outside, and he's still driving like that old Honda, which I think is uh, amazing. Huh. And um, Stay no, he does. He talks about I put 300 miles on this thing, and um, he was so nice and so chill. But it kind of ruined my fantasy because he's what so tiny. You saw him naked? No, he's just a short man. Oh, you mean? Oh, okay. Gotcha. And I don't. <laughs> I don't really like Sherman. I feel like you know Dana Sherman is kind of like Dana Child, so I'm not I'm not mm. into that. Right. Yeah, he got a big persona, but persona is it don't matter to me. Mm. His persona can't ride this ride. Okay, all right. Period. But I love you, and I hope you win. Win what? The uh, battle? Yeah. Why? Just because you're from Atlanta? Yeah, and he deserves to win. Uh, okay. He let's has just, the longevity. Let's just move on. Uh, <laughs> you know, but thinking about it though, like I was thinking about you know um, Erica Badu and just got a little bit. I, I don't think we talk about how much. Like, Neo's soul, like, heals the culture. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, what it does for, like, just black people as, like, a whole. You know what I mean? Factual. Because, um, like, Neo's soul is just, it's like, everybody kind of, like, recognizes with it a little mm-hmm. bit. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Um, and, like, I think there's always been moments. Like, I don't think, like, there's a lot of Neo's soul still going on these days. No, no. It's, it's pretty much a dead genre. Right. And I feel like even artists that may fall into like that category, like a lot of people don't support. Like mm. just like they say R and B is now dying, like it's right. hard that's a hard genre yeah. to maintain. Neil Soul died definitely before that. Cause like we you know, when I think about Neil Soul, you know, of course, um 
like Eric Badu, Jill Scott. But I'm mean, even thinking about like uh, Donnell Jones. Indy Ari. Indy She was uh, huge. Music Soul Child. Music Soul Child. His name is Soul Child. His name is Soul Child. <laughs> and I just kind of feel like, even in like those artists like Indy Ari, Music Soul Child, their last two albums I still listen to. Mm-hmm. And it's just not like. Anthony they're, Hamilton. They're also Cam? Anthony Hamilton. Yeah. Cam. Oh, what happened to Kim? Uh, he out here. Oh, okay. Yeah, he, he, hey, someone check on Kim. I think he coming to the next one music fest. Okay. It's virtual. Sad. That hurt me. Everything sucks. When right? you said that, that hurt me. I know. <laughs> I was like, ah, <laughs> is it? <laughs> but no, like, and I think Neo Soul really is just music with intention. Like, yeah. it's like conscious about the words it's using. It's supposed to be like a reflection of like our community, our experiences, yeah. and how like beautiful we are. And so just listening to like Jill Scott and Erica, and I mean, every song they played, people were just like, it, it fills you mm-hmm. with like good like teams. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So yeah. Absolutely. Um, I think that was pretty good. Should we move? Just keep going. Just go out there. Do this one thing. Now we're just gonna go to the next one. All right, man. I don't know. If, I don't know how we're gonna do this. <laughs> but our next segment. Yes. Uh, let's say you're dating a guy. Okay. Uh, theoretically. I'm dating a guy. Hypothetically. I got it. Hold on. Let me. Hold on. Take your time. What's my motivation, the nigga? Okay. I'm dating a guy. <laughs> and uh, you guys are, you know, you know, talk a little bit. You know, you like. But then one day he comes up to you and he's like, uh, "Hey Warren, mm-hmm. how you doing? What would he want? Uh, I just wanted to. That's kinda, how I talk to these niggas. Well, I just kind of want to like bring up, you know, I I wanted to bring up this one thing. I don't know how you're gonna take it. Okay. Um, but I have an OnlyFans account, and I'm pretty popping. I'm gonna be like, I saw it. <laughs> Could you do your research? Why do you think I'm with you, nigga? <laughs> no, like, um, to be honest, that is, I feel like a dilemma. Right, because I feel like there are people who don't necessarily want to date someone who is so like open, like with that part. Because a lot of people like to be very private about their sex life. Now, some people on OnlyFans aren't all you know sex workers, allegedly. No, um, if you have an OnlyFans and if you are nude or doing like sexually explicit things on your OnlyFans, that's sex work. But yeah, some people aren't nude. Is what I'm saying. What are they doing on their OnlyFans? I don't know. I'm not on OnlyFans. I, I can't. Let me tell you, I'm on OnlyFans. <laughs> and I'm not a fan of nobody doing no motivational speaking. Okay. I ain't, I ain't seen one, you know, fix your life OnlyFans yet. Okay. And I don't even think those are the popular ones. Okay. So if you on OnlyFans doing sermons, you are not, this is not your house. So I only brought it up because I was on it, on the social media. Because, uh-huh. you know, bored, sitting in the house, bored, and bored, and <laughs> sitting in the house, bored. Right, uh, right. Uh, and there was a gentleman who was arguing with his girlfriend or his uh, now ex-girlfriend because uh-huh. they broke up. He broke up with her. Uh-huh. And then um, he broke up with her because she had, she she started OnlyFans. And he was like, oh, hell no. Right. I feel like, to be honest, just I, feel, I feel like heterosexual couples, like the men typically, are, it's more like, a control thing. Like, like I don't want my girl out here. Situation. Like, I don't have my girl look, blah, blah, blah. To be honest, like, I have friends that are porn stars. I have friends that do professional sex work. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, to be honest, in the gay community, like, sex is, like, a big, like, thing. Like, the revolution to, like, be able to, like, love who you want to love and, like, have sex with who you want to have sex with. That was a big part of, like, the gay revolution. Mm. And so, like, there's a lot of niggas out here, like, in open relationships. A lot of niggas that's, like, do OnlyFans with their partners. Like, mm-hmm. I know people that only do it with their partners. People that, like, only have sex with other people as, like, filming it with their partners. And so, like, I also think it made some people a commodity. I definitely think there are niggas out here that OnlyFans definitely get them more, like, people interested in them. Okay. Yeah, so I don't necessarily think it would be a deal-breaker for me. Not a deal-breaker. If, if he... I don't know if I want what him to be... Out, go ahead. 
I don't know if I if he was like, and I'd be having sex with other people on there. Okay, that might be a little iffy for me because mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Yeah, like we'd have to talk about. But that. as far as like him just on the camera, yeah, like, solo, there, like you know, making money, showing his goods, paying the rent. Take me to Red Lobster. I like the Cheddar Bay biscuits. Okay, <laughs> like hell yeah, get, get that money. Get an extra six. I ain't never been a nigga to be like, oh, you got another job? <laughs> what you doing making extra money? Hell no. Okay, all right, I feel it. What uh, about you? Uh, throw that question back at you. I didn't know he was gonna throw that one back yeah, at me. Yeah, I, I was like, we ain't just gonna move. So on. I was just gonna try to keep moving. Right. On. Uh, I what mean, you gonna do? I don't know, cause sex workers are people too. <laughs> that they are. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> Unless you watch uh, Westworld. West. Oh well. Hey, oh, because I believe. A good point. I believe it's but, some robots. So I think. So when you were talking about how you know some men get like possessive over. Like, oh, man, I can't believe my woman was doing this. Mm-hmm. I think they also think about, in that same moment when, like, they finding that out, mm-hmm. they're thinking about their homeboys saying, like, hey, man, I subscribe to your girl. She be she got this sex toy up her ass. She do that all the time? Or, I like, I, that's, I, like, a whole shit that niggas don't want to have to deal with. She's not got to be his ass. First of all, that's crazy. Because if your friend say that to you, nigga, that's not your that, friend. Bro, niggas out here. Bro, I have a friend whose nudes leaked. Okay. And lots of people saw it because people were people said it to me like, "Oh my God, did you see these?" Mm-hmm. And I saw them, and I have never this to this day asked my friend about them hmm. because I know that might be embarrassing. Yeah. And like, you don't need to know I saw them. I know you know right. I saw them because everyone saw them. <laughs> They're on the net. Everyone saw them, and yeah. so. But I also think it matters. It's there's like a difference if you already popping. Mm-hmm. Like, if you've been doing if it? If you've been doing it and yeah. you're an influencer or some yeah, shit yeah, yeah, yeah. in quotation marks. But if it's some new shit, like, if I it's like, you know what? This. I'm about to start this career and it's, it's going to be big. <laughs> I can't honestly say that I was standing in a nigga way. I'd be like, try it out. Okay. I'd be like, as long as you're not fucking other niggas, unless we've talked about that and we cool with it, or you don't want me on there. Right. And if you want me on there, do not show my face. Because I might be down with a little, you know. Am I getting paid? That's my thing. Yeah. You know, I got to get, like, you know. But I'm, I'm, not, I'm, all right. I'm not dating no broke boy with the OnlyFans. <laughs> Clearly, once again, this is not your mission. This is not your gift. This is not your calling. If you are OnlyFans and you ain't got no fans, <laughs> you your OnlyFans. Get off that shit. Get off of there. Yeah. I'm sick of it. Yeah. All right. All right. Just interesting. Uh, to answer the question, um, I don't know, man. I don't. I don't. I don't I think I. Don't, I can't see a, I can't see a universe where I, where I don't think so. I think I'm out. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I'm out. Look, and that's okay. I know, I know. It ain't for everybody. But it's like, it depends on how bad she is, though. So the finer she is, the more shit she can get away with. Yeah, pretty much. But that's life. Yeah, yeah. I know. We talked about this earlier. People, <laughs> these attractive people, Attract, they get, get away, away with everything. Murder. Fuck! Damn it! <laughs> Fuck! You got an OnlyFans? Oh. oh, fine. How many hours you be working? Shit! How many fans you got? That's true Shit. too. <laughs> Make that Monday money, bro. Um, <laughs> okay, uh, what is next? Oh, uh, oh, we got real news coming next. Let's talk about it. Real news. Real mother news. Um, I love the segment. I love it too. It's a great time. Uh, I found out a lot of great things to watch, um, especially Netflix, uh, Hulu, Disney Plus, etc. For all you uh, characters out there, <laughs> you characters. Um, have you been watching anything? I've been watching all the things. Okay. Uh, let's go by, let's first talk about um, Lovebirds is coming out. That's oh. Issa Rae's new movie. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, That'll be coming out next Friday, May 22nd. It's yes. With, it's with the Indian guy. Yes. I don't, I wish I knew his it's name. Like he's he's like very funny. He's like the only Indian actor that, that tells jokes. He's the only one. He's really the only one. <laughs> Hasan Minaj is pretty funny too. Oh, but he's like Middle Eastern. Oh, okay. 
I know, like, India's over there, but he's, like, Arab or something like that. No, no, I get that. No, it's, I mean, no, no. It's, it's definitely different. Yeah, yeah, Okay. Brown comedians. Shout Maybe out to y'all. India. I could be racist. I don't look, know. Look, I also... That's why, look, I'm saying you right now. Your movie coming out, I'm trying to promote you, okay? Right. The movie Love Don't be getting mad out. at me. <laughs> I'm trying to help. When we get when we start popping, y'all start listening to these episodes. Don't be saying we, like, don't be coming at me sideways right. during the Emmys. Can you believe he... Yeah, I said it. I said it again. <laughs> Shit, I don't know that nigga name. I didn't know your name, bro. What you want me to do? Anyway, I digress. That's yeah. coming out. Y'all check that out. It looks really funny. But also, speaking of Easter Ray, Insecure. Oh, yeah. That show's been crazy, right? What you think of the last episode? Bro, they was doing something. What? So, what, what do you think? Who was right? Uh, Probably Issa. You ain't been watching that. I've not been watching that. <laughs> I, uh, I saw like a couple episodes and I was like, you know, this show ain't for me no more. Like, they lost the demographic. I respect that. You know what? I, I, I be trying. I come in every like season just to check shit out. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, what are we watching? And I'm like, ah, oh, y'all go ahead. I'm a- the last episode was definitely something worth checking out. Okay. It was the finally the the tension between Molly and Issa came to a head. It was an explosion. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people have been dragging Molly. They've been saying she foul. I do agree what her like doing it like currently mm-hmm. you know while Issa finally pulled off this festival and it's such a beautiful thing and this mm-hmm. is like a culmination of our hard work right. and a lot of the struggles she went through maybe you know going off on her at that moment wasn't the best but I feel like people being a little too hard on Molly because Issa did a lot of foul stuff leading up to that for sure that's just how I feel personally Molly you was wrong you was but Issa you Wanted to use Molly for her little Andrew connection. Then you went behind her back after you know she didn't really want him to be involved. Mm-hmm. Okay, whatever. But before that, Issa, like, she kept trying to talk to you. You was not making yourself available. She tried to talk to you about her and Andrew. Mm-hmm. Then you, like, kept making jokes like, Molly, you're just going to ruin it. Yeah. But, so with that being said, can we not forget the fact that Molly didn't tell her that Andrew had called her during that one episode? We talked about her on yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. Because, so, because, because Issa, like, blew her off. Right, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she definitely blew her off. So, before, like, during that, um, from, like, a couple episodes ago, when mm-hmm. I was, you know, still in the loop, <laughs> like, I saw, like, remnants of, I feel like, Issa kind of sabotaging their friendship a little, a little bit, mm-hmm. kind of, like, trying to, like, grow away from it, you know? She has been self, she does have self-sabotage behavior. You know? And it so, she, I feel like she's been trying to do that, with, uh, especially when um, Condola mm-hmm. came into the picture. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure that's, like, a whole other thing now, the, for, the whole Condola thing. Child. But, like, you know, I saw, like... Issa, you know, trying to, you know, just, I guess, move on from Molly a little bit. And maybe this uh, situation was kind of just like a culmination of all of that. Maybe. I, I didn't I didn't see it from that perspective, but that's actually, that's an interesting perspective. I definitely think Issa is trying to grow and change, and Molly also has been growing and change, and I think mm-hmm. they've been growing outside of their friendship and not really in. Mm-hmm. And other people in their lives are seeing their growth, but they're not really meshing yeah. at this moment. But... I feel like Issa, you foul because Molly tried to talk to you on Thanksgiving. She made you that pie. Your ass didn't show up. Then um, she was like, can we talk? And you was like, no, I'm busy right now, but let's talk on Friend Friday. Then you invited Condola to stay at y'all's lunch when you know Molly just wanted you to be you and her. Then at the grocery store, y'all had that that crazy moment where y'all definitely needed to talk. Then when you finally call her like, girl, can I talk? And Molly was all excited, like, yes, finally we get to, like, clear mm-hmm. the air. You ask her for a favor yeah. from her man because, like, your headliner fell through. Hell, yeah, if I was Molly, I would have blew up on your ass. I That's would have pissed. But, I mean. She just chose the wrong, I feel like, the wrong time. Uh, it might have been the wrong time. Um, but also, I, I hear this story and, you know, I hear, well, I think about some women I've dated mm-hmm. and somehow they have a relationship with their 
like, you know, best friends mm-hmm. or, you know, their girlfriends. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't want to say that doesn't happen in, like, guy friendships and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But I feel like it doesn't really happen, like, in guy friendships and stuff like that. As, like, I don't know about as much. Maybe, definitely not as much. But I feel like, I don't know, like, why I'm noticing that. Maybe I could be mistaken. I feel like, and this is just an observation, this definitely happens in gay male relationships. Okay. Like, because I feel like, to be honest, gay men, we're more transparent with our friends. Like, we're more vulnerable. Mm. We're more, like, open. And we share, like, a lot more of our emotions. And I feel like a lot of straight male friendships, no shade, but some of them are not actually super deep. Okay. That's fair. Absolutely fair. Yeah, it's just not super deep. And I think the people that you are super deep with like, um, you don't get that, like, from lots of people. So, I think you are definitely just much more careful to not fuck up those mm. situations. So, even you may just let stuff go because, you know, like, no, like, I need at least one of my homeboys that I can really, like, talk to. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's just an observation because okay. I'll see some of my straight male friendships and I'll be like, I don't know. Okay. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. Um, also on Real News, um, I've been watching a show, uh, on Netflix. Okay. Uh, what is it called? Oh, Cooking with Cannabis. Bruh. Have you seen this show? What? Yes. Cooking with Cannabis. They be like, it's where they just like, um, it's basically like one of those cooking shows mm-hmm. you see on TV network. Like Chopped. Food Network, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, you know, they infuse all their meals with like, whether it be weed oil or butter or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever they do, mm-hmm. they just have like create the most fantastical uh, meal sometimes. They should be fire. I love how they be having different like segments. They'll be like future episode, mm. uh, cookout episode, mm-hmm. um, cooking from like your homeland. Like, and they also, and, oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was going to say, they also have like three guests eat um, like, um, like kind of on the side. Like they guest have the judges. judges. Yeah, mm-hmm. guest judges. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they have the three like, you know, cookers mm-hmm. or, you know, weed people. And then they also have like just three people. I think they had um, a couple comedians up there during a couple episodes I've seen. One of my favorite episodes is Ricky Lake and Joy, Joe Coy. Yeah. That shit, Ricky Lake was so funny. She was so fucking stoned. Yeah. And, um, but, but it's also hella informative. Yeah. Like, there's lots of I didn't know. Like, they talk about the different strands and why they do this and mm-hmm. how much they use over here and then, like, how fats go better like, lipids mm-hmm. go better with this and mm-hmm. this makes it. It's amazing. And these yeah. are people, like, top in their field. Yeah. Like, have been working with cannabis, these chefs. Yeah. I gotta find me a cannabis chef in Atlanta. Yeah. I gotta find. Uh, yeah, I agree. <laughs> I gotta find one. I gotta, where, yeah. where are you? I will break quarantine for you. I will come <laughs> to your dinner party. Speaking of breaking quarantine, are you gonna break quarantine for a haircut? Like, what you what you thinking about? They didn't need to know I don't have a haircut. I didn't say. <laughs> they, li- first of all, listeners, I look just fine. Um, of course, it's growing a look. You, you I, look okay, great, it's man. Growing. I'm not, I wasn't saying that. Thank you, because I felt came for. I didn't. <laughs> Maybe we should just move on. Maybe you're right. I'm fine with that. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, Lil Rel. Yes. Lil Rel has a show, has a movie coming out that okay. Netflix just purchased. Okay, okay. Um, Lil Rel and Eric Andre, and it's called, uh, it's called Bad Trip. Uh-huh. And so they just recently purchased that, so that's going to be coming out soon. You oh, know that's Eric, what? You know Eric Andre? Um, I do not know Eric Andre, but I love Lil Rel. Okay, so Lil Rel, obviously, and, and um, but Eric Andre is like, he has a show like on Adult Swim, and, okay. um, he's been in like a couple other things, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like that kind of Adult Swim vibe. Like that kind of comedy, that comedy style. That kind of comedy okay, style. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But um, uh, mixed with Lil Rel. So. That'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. I, I appreciate like black comedians in different like forms, like different mediums, like finding different things funny. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't think all black comedians are alike. You know what I'm saying? So right, I can right, appreciate right. They got different diversity. styles. And, yeah, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, well, I'm definitely going to check that out. Yeah. And um, you been watching anything else? Yes. 
So, uh, there's a show. My mom told me to watch it. Just had the season finale, but I'm watching it the whole season right now on Hulu. It's called Prodigal Son. Okay. This shit is about a serial killer mm-hmm. and how his son um, mistakenly comes upon one of his um, killings. His son is like 10. Oh, shit. And the dad, uh, like, chloroforms him to try to make him forget. But he ends up, like, remembering. Wait. So the son found like one of his cases. Found found like a person in their house, like oh, like snap. like okay. chained up. Oh, and he was like, "What the fuck is this?" And the dad was like, "No." Oh, okay. He has like a secret serial killer. Oh, okay. And so the but the little boy He's active. I didn't realize he, he was active. He is active. He was, he's retired. No, he's an active serial killer. He's killing these niggas. Okay. And um they get some somehow randomly, um, a police officer ends up showing up to the house to question them, and the dad's like, No, come in, and that's better kill this nigga. Mm-hmm. But and, um he's fixing him like this tea to kill this nigga. Mm-hmm. And the little boy goes, You should probably pull out your gun. And the cop's like, what? He said, my dad's going to try to kill you. You should probably pull out your gun. Oh, wow. So the little boy busted that end up arresting him, finding out he didn't kill like 23 people. Oh, wow. He becomes this infamous serial killer. The guy grows up and becomes a serial killer profiler. Oh, like, working wow. for the FBI. Oh, snap. And so, like, I'm going to leave it at that. Okay. But I he has, like, the whole show. No, no, no. That was just beginning. Okay, this cool. is literally the first five minutes. Yeah, okay, gotcha. So that happens. And he kind of, it's called Prodigal Son because he kind of has some of the same tendencies as his mm. father. Okay. And so, like, it kind of goes through him trying to figure out, like, Trauma from his past childhood while fighting his own psychotic oh, feelings. Okay. And then, like, his dad. It's crazy. Cool. Um, this leads me into our mystery question. Oh, we have a mystery question. We today. have a mystery question. Oh, I didn't have that written down or anything. It was just, <laughs> because just a surprise. It's a mystery. It's a, it's a mystery. So mysterious. So one of my friends actually... Um, Are we going to... Do we have a name? Uh, no. Did I, they say they didn't want their name they to did, be released? They did say that. All right. So I have a friend, and um, we she was also watching the show, so we were talking about it. And she asked this question, and I was like, this will be a good question. So this is Mr. Gretchen. Mm, okay, I'm listening. Jamie. That's me. Okay. This if is me. Okay. you have a child, okay. and your child starts to exhibit... Son, did you knock on wood? I knocked <laughs> If you have a child when you're ready to have a child, right. in the future. Right. <laughs> future, future. And your child starts to exhibit some kind of sociopathic or psychotic disorder, um, would you... Put them away in a psych ward. That's the first part of the question. And if you don't, and you find out that they kill someone, are you turning them into the police? Oh, man. It's your child. Okay. This is, this is Jamie Jr. <laughs> uh, okay. If I find out he's got sociopathic tendencies. Yes. Like, he, he, like he killed a cat or something. Yes. Like fuck the cat up. Yeah, yeah. Um, would I put him in a psych ward... Probably, uh, I would have him see somebody. But you wouldn't have him locked away. I wouldn't have him locked away. Okay, okay, okay. You know, uh, cause I think I would be, a, like, I think we would have like, a, I think it would be better for, you know, something. I yeah, yeah, no, no, I thought with that. And you, then, since I didn't, if I found him to kill somebody. Yeah, because, you know, the shit didn't work, him talking to somebody. Yeah, yeah, cause that happens sometimes. Yeah. Um. You reporting his ass, or you covering that shit up? Who was it that he killed? Also, that matters? That matters, I feel like. Cause if it was like, you know, my wife, that was a problem. I'm not saying it's not a problem. So, so, if he, so if this nigga don't kill a family member, <laughs> he is in the clear. Well, not necessarily, right? <laughs> Was it like somebody I'm close with? At this point now, I, mean, I don't know. It, I think it matters. Was I, it Was it like uh, David Duke? I'm no, going to tell, okay, tell you right now, I didn't have a part two to that question. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, probably. So it depends on who he kills. I don't know. I mean, okay, I didn't say that. <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I think. I think I'm going to turn them in because if I have two kids, I don't want the second one to be like, yo, well, you let Johnny, I'm sorry, Jamie Jr. 
get away with stuff. And now I'm Jamie the third again. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get away with nothing, you know. So I think I have to. I would have to keep it on, keep it on the up and up because it'd be for his his own benefit. That, His or her benefit, because you know, oh, yeah, no, women, right, right, women, right. women can do anything. There are lots of female Jamies, um, Jamie Jr.'s out there. What's well, not what I was saying? <laughs> no, but seriously, that's real. Like, me and my friend were arguing about that because I was like, as soon as that nigga killed a cat, he got to get the fuck about my house. <laughs> I don't see that's why I'm not a parent. I don't give a fuck. I gotta worry about my safety. Yeah, I love animals. You just killed my goddamn dog, and that dog was here before you. I mean, I was allergic anyway. So. <laughs> thank, thank you, son, for taking, taking that dog out. No. I'm locking your ass up immediately because mm-hmm. you ain't finna have no chance to kill nobody else. And if I don't catch that shit early and you do kill somebody else, you got to go. That's what I was saying. I fucked up. Yeah, yeah. I'll try again on the next one. Ain't no try again over here. We done. Well, yeah. Well, that was a sign from the Lord. Well, in your situation, I feel like it's just like, you know. One and done. But yeah, that was a mystery question. Okay. Yes. Uh, sounds good. What's next? Um, I got a little Boosie written down, but I mean, we talked about him three episodes ago. I don't know what we could possibly keep saying, but clearly he wasn't doing anything wild. Lil Boosie's disgusting. I'm going to go ahead and say that. Um, Boosie look, badass? Yeah, he, he, he badass? he's an awful, yeah, awful parent. Okay. He um, recently was on Instagram Live talking about how um, he uh, let a grown woman um, perform sexual activities mm. on his son and nephews. Oh, they was like adults. They were like no, from the ages nine, nineteen to twelve, hundred and twenty nine to twelve. A grown man, and in his um eloquent breakdown, hmm. he was like, you know, what I'm saying, cause you know, I, I she, she a grown that woman, she grown, and uh, she came in, and um, you know, she had to check them niggas out, see see what was going on. So I let her check them out, and I and in that moment, 12. I'm seeing niggas, I'm like, y'all. Will shame the mama that's letting her little baby dance on the stripper pole because I saw y'all ready to call child services. But a lot of you niggas, y'all need to call child protective services immediately. That is disgusting. Yeah, that's not behavior. what you want. That's not what you want. Uh, there's definitely some uh, healing that's going to happen. That's going to have to happen later on right. in those kids' lives. Trauma, sex trauma. Uh, it's, it's definitely unfortunate. Look, that's a disgusting thing. Like. I think we talked about it. Or I don't know if you just mentioned it, but like, um, it's borderline like pedophilic. It is. Uh, right? So, um, and. Definitely an accessory. Rape. Yeah, because that grown well, woman, yo ass need to be locked the kids fuck up. Because aren't, like, they don't have. They can't consent. They can't. They're children. Mm-hmm. You're disgusting. You're supposed to be their parent. Parents are supposed to protect their kids. I'm sick of seeing videos of us. I'm talking to us right now. White people tune out because this ain't your business. Us, us, like, we got to do better. That shit is disgusting. See something, say something. They remind me of R. Kelly shit. All you motherfuckers out here like, R. Kelly, I still love his music. And I'm trying to do, do, do. Okay, you know what? Shut the fuck up. But you know that's also, cool. you know what that's also related to? That's it's related to like the, the same like uh, thought subscription where he's homophobic too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. Um, so it's like, he is, he was he's like, trying I, to like, he's like, I got to make sure that they, and I'm like, and there's a lot of men that feel like they got to like, you know, get, like get the, uh, get to the kid before in quotation mm-hmm. marks, homosexuality gets the kid. Right. Or because, you know, if they see gay tendencies, like how Kevin Hart had said that one time, oh, he hey, man, you better be doing no gay shit, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's that same kind of, it's in that same room of ideas. Speaking of that, there was also just, I think it was a mom, she had a really deep voice. Uh, she was filming a video of her daughter and her son, he, he might have been three, four, oh, and yeah. they were doing the Savage Challenge, and yeah, then she yeah, just yeah. like punched the shit out of him. She's I've like, don't want to see that gay shit, blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. I'm like, once again, y'all, mm-hmm. where are y'all, Twitter, Twitter a finger, y'all yeah. call... The people, yeah, because that is child abuse. Yeah, it's child. I'm sorry, it's child and abuse. And like the the idea that she had the like camera recording 
to show that also. What's that? Proud. You know, like, you're like, hey, look at what I, like my kid's doing. Mm-hmm. And look at me correct him for not mm-hmm. doing that behavior. It's like, mm-hmm. it's that kind of, ah, it's, it's, yeah. it's unfortunate. When at three years old, please believe he has no idea what sexual orientation is. He's just doing the dance because you were letting your daughter do it. And everybody doing that shit. She looks like she's having fun. That's how kids learn, you dumb bitch. Yeah. I said it. Yeah. I meant it. It made me mad. I hate seeing kids abused like that. Yeah. Like, I just, you know, kids, animals, the elderly. Yeah. The rest of you niggas, you know, to grow up. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Fight your own battles. <laughs> Fight your own. Uh, okay. Uh, now we got one of our uh, favorite segments coming up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let it burn. Let's get it. What you letting burn this week, big bro? First of all, don't call me big. (laughs) (laughs) Second, before we do that, we got to do white shit. Oh, we doing white shit? We got to do it. Oh, okay. All right, cool. Um, I don't have anything written down for white shit. Do you got anything written down for white shit? Yes. I feel like, you know, instead of our typical white shit, Mm. we should do things that white people should be doing. Things that white people should do. Yes. Thank you. Thank you very much for that. Okay. So, um, I'm, I'm liking it so far. Yes. I like where you're going. So, in light of um the Ahmad Arbery, mm-hmm. um, tragedy, the Sean Reed, um, so many other like recent tragedies, um, mm-hmm. losing so many uh black lives. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of want to repurpose this white shit. I just want to say um to all the white listeners, to the black listeners that have white friends, um, white family, uh, to all you. And I'm using air quotes on the other. I can't see it. Allies, um, white people, you need to be talking to your white peers about anti-racism and social justice reform. And I don't mean like on through social media on your TikTok, mm-hmm. so everybody can see you, so you get like those kind of kudos. I'm talking about in the rooms where there are no people of color, right? Where there's just other white people, and you know the kind of conversations that y'all be having. Right. That's when you really need to be speaking up, and like cha- like you have to talk to your own people. Right. Like it, it can't just black be people us. can't fix racism. We can't. Without yeah. it being your teachers, you need to learn, Google, find find a podcast that talks about this kind of shit, read a book. Read a book. Do your own research. It, enough is enough. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why we posted that tired of hashtags and body bags. Mm-hmm. I'm sick of it. Yeah. And I am just like, you know, a champion. White people, you can do it. Mm-hmm. Black people that, that have white friends, I got two. Yeah. Okay? They listen to the podcast, so they know what's up. <laughs> Those of you that got these white friends, and I'm using air quotes, these people are not your friends. If they can see all this stuff happening, all this awful stuff happening to black bodies, and yeah. they ain't never said nothing, but they got time to TikTok, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, call you for brunch. Oh, I love you, bitch. Yeah. Teach me to dance, Keisha. Mm-hmm. No. How do you do that, Dougie, again? I'm sick of it. Yeah. I mean, like, I had posted a poem um, on Friday, you know, the um, on February, not February, but on Ahmad's birthday, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On Ahmad's birthday, mm-hmm. you know, people around the country were um, running the 2.23 mm-hmm. miles mm-hmm. for him having passed away on February 23rd. Mm-hmm. So uh, I had posted, you know, my run mm-hmm. and kind of just to, you know, kind of do like a little of a release kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And like one of my friends had posted like, hey, I ran too. Um, you know, I ran with him also. And one of my white friends. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I get that. But it's like, you didn't like, I'm not saying you had to post it. But you commenting on mine, you know, doesn't really do anything for me. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, that's not real solidarity. That's what, that's what I felt like. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And it didn't feel like it was, because, uh, you know, because the next day they posted, like, you know, a picture of, like, a dog or something like that. I'm mm-hmm. like, so what are we talking about? 
So you yeah. ran with him. You ain't post that you ran with him. Right. You told me though, so you I knew. You told me, so I knew. So, so my I'm, black friend knows that I, I did, I tried. I run, I run, I fuck with y'all. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I, you don't get a cookie. Right. Exactly. Like, I'm not going to celebrate your minimum effort. I don't, yeah. You know, because in the same way how, you know, um, you know, we, you try to have those conversations just in the room when we're there. When we're not there, you never have those conversations. So what else were you allowed to be said? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, when other people, other white people are saying nigger and no black people are there, are you saying, hey, you don't need to be saying that, mm-hmm. not just because I have black friends, but because you're a terrible human being mm-hmm. if you just You use believe that. it's fundamentally wrong and inaccurate. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, I think this repurposed white shit uh, is, is, a, is a great, this is a great episode to have that repurposed white shit, kind of like guano bowls, if you guys, if you know, you know. Uh, I wish I did it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so yeah, so yeah, that's it. Period. Because uh, not all white shit is entertaining. Uh, moving on. Yes. Can we do Let It Burn now? Can let's. We, can we get rid of something out here? Let's do it. All right. Uh, I'm not ready. I don't know what I'm. Gonna oh, do. I'll go. Oh, okay, good. Because I got some time. What I want to let burn is um rekindling old relationships. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. I'm sick of it. You niggas, you blast from the past. Hey, if I ain't talked to you in some years, it's probably a reason. Mm. Hey, don't don't try to rekindle nothing because you saw me looking good at a concert, because you saw me on the gram, because you saw me out in your favorite color. Clean hey, skin. Hey, I'm tired of it. I'm not trying to rekindle nothing. Mm. I don't even want to read a Kindle. Okay, <laughs> I'm done with it. Ain't no flames. Okay, they out. The ash. Yeah. Okay? okay, so that's all, that's all I'm letting burn. Okay, because okay. I've tried it in the past. Guess what? I was stupid. Okay, <laughs> if you too don't want to be stupid, leave it alone. All right, well, hold, on, hold on, hold on. Can we can we let stuff burn without letting stuff burn? Without letting stuff burn. Yes. Okay. What about you? What you got? Uh, what do I have? Uh, oh, what I'm letting burn this week is analysis paralysis. Yeah, it's, we gotta we gotta let this happen. So. You know, um, along this quarantine time, mm-hmm. uh, or you know, sitting in the house bored, sitting in the house bored, bored, um, is you know we just have like a lot of time, and sometimes you know if I'm looking for a pressure washer, for example, it's taking me you know some time to analyze all the different options. Like, okay, do I want this green one or do I want this red one? Well, this mm-hmm. red one got a long um, you know uh, hose on it, so mm-hmm. I can do this. Mm-hmm. Well, this one got that. So, but I, I find myself doing that with a lot of different things in mm-hmm. my life sometimes mm-hmm. to where I end up not buying the pressure washer for like, you know, months or something mm-hmm. like that because I'm trying to, you know, figure out, you know, the best one or I'm looking at all the activity, but then it, you know, becomes a thing. And so... It's like overwhelming. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm letting that analysis paralysis burn and just, yes. you know, you know, you know what, just make a decision, go in a direction and just, if you don't like it when you're going that way, just, you know, go a different way later. I love this scientific term for like indecision. Thank I you. love that. Yeah. Yes. You be coining these terms. Bro, Gliss. That was all you. Gay lisp? Come on. Hilarious. It just makes sense. Don't have sex at me. <laughs> I'm going to tell the next nigga that. Don't be having sex at me. <laughs> have it with me, nigga. I am here. I am here. Sex workers are people, too. I'm not a sex that worker. That was you said that, though. You said me. that. I mean, we both said it. No. Because <laughs> I do not look at y'all as people. <laughs> and I want that to be clear. You are a fantasy, and none of my fantasies are real. So you cannot be a human. And I will never be in the same room with you. <laughs> and if I am, nigga, you might be real. <laughs> no, I'm just talking around. Sex workers are people too. Shout out to all the sex workers. I love y'all for real. Love the yeah. content. 
So, okay. Letting that burn. And finally, we got Let It Burn for what? The podcast. Oh, yeah. For sure. Because this podcast is lit. Oh, yeah. It is. <laughs> this is a lit-ass podcast. I can't, I can't wait for um, the hospitals and stuff to reopen and start doing elective surgeries. Yeah. Because we getting your bronesia fixed. You need to check it out, man. Like, there's so much <laughs> going on. You know, that's, mine would definitely be on a lower priority right now. <laughs> definitely want to wait a little bit. You know what I'm saying? We love you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for tuning to another episode. Um, you can find us on YouTube at The Audacity Podcast, on Facebook, The Audacity Jamie and Warren, mm-hmm. on Instagram, The Audacity JME and Warren, yep. um, on Twitter at The Audacity Podcast. You can find us separately at Warren's World 18. Yep. Uh, I'm working on mine. He's currently at Shut Up Jamie. I'm currently at Shut Up Jamie. <laughs> space, 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 space. But uh, I think I'm going to switch it up. Okay. I uh, cannot wait to see the new reveal. It's going to be a pretty good one. Like, I think I got a shot. I hope so. <laughs> we love you guys. Thank you so much for the support. Uh, thank you for your time. Yeah, thank you for your sweet. reviews and your subscriptions that you're not making, but you're going to make after you hear my this voice. <laughs> um, so thank you for everything. We love you. And until the future. Bye.